Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. This is How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter on Joy 94.9, the show answering the questions you didn't even know you had. This week is a little different. Instead of having a single guest, I have five. For all of us here in Melbourne, the release of this show coincides with the ease of restrictions and the end of our fourth lockdown during the COVID-19 pandemic. In celebration of some return to normalcy, this is a lockdown edition of How Do You Do That? I asked my guests to share the little joys they've experienced, to explore what has brought them a smile during lockdown, and what their thoughts and feelings are about all of the lockdowns we've been through. As is the case with the human condition, you'll notice a few similarities in responses, with an emphasis on the power of loving pets and a good walk. This week's guests recorded these responses themselves, so I think should have the honour of introducing themselves too. Kia ora tato ko Nati Tufari Tso, toko iwi ko Yoruba in Nigeria, toko iwi hoki ko Samuel Gaskin. Taku ingoa. My name is Samuel Gaskin and I am a creator and change agent, which essentially means I'm working in entertainment in all sorts of ways that uh, change from day to day. And that whole time I am also focused on making all the industries I work within more inclusive and I'm all about that diverse life. Hello, my name's Jai, and I work in talent management. Hello, I'm Adam Valentine, and I am the Melbourne Fringe publicist, and I'm also a freelance publicist on the side, because everyone should have a side piece. I'm Simon Abrahams, and I'm the creative director and CEO at Melbourne Fringe. Hi, my name's Matt Haywood. I am a music theatre performer and I also work for a mental health organisation called the Arts Wellbeing Collective, which runs out of Arts Centre Melbourne. Jai Higgs kicks things off with a lovely thought on lockdown. Sometimes when life is really busy, you kind of forget to keep in touch with the people that make you feel great. And during lockdown, the extra time has allowed me to connect with those people and you leave these conversations feeling really joyous and fulfilled. As I mentioned earlier, you'll notice a connection in thoughts you're about to hear and there's a lovely sense of togetherness even when we've been forced to be apart. Before we get to that though, I asked Adam whether it was difficult easing back into lockdown for the fourth time. Yes, it was hard to ease into lockdown 4.0 mostly because I didn't realize how triggered I was going to be by going into a lockdown that was obviously not more than five, that was more than five days. Like, I think I still had like this underlying anxiety that I hadn't addressed from last time. So that came roaring back into my consciousness when I started doing things again that I didn't last lockdown, like watching the press conference every day, which is just a mistake. Like, don't do that to yourself. That's, That's a surefire way to sadness and anxiety. What were Jai's thoughts on returning to lockdown? Lockdown 4.0 was probably a little bit easier than the previous lockdown simply because we knew what to expect. We've done it a few times before and it was only meant to be a seven-day snap lockdown, so it all seemed quite manageable. 
things were a little bit anxiety inducing when the lockdown was extended and when we got some higher numbers this week and we thought it could keep on going. But all in all, I feel that it's actually been okay. What's Simon's position on heading back into lockdown? For me, easing into lockdown number four has been a slower process than I had imagined. I think in some ways I feel like I should have just jumped straight back into it, like I knew what this was. But somehow it took me a while to realise, here we go again. And then my body almost has snapped into it after a few days of maybe denial, I'm not sure, of then realising I know how to do this. And it's like a reflex, like a body memory, as I just naturally kind of slip into this ebb and flow of of what lockdown looks like. And I really try and focus on some positive things or things that give me a little bit of joy in that. Finally, Matt had some thoughts about diving into lockdown 4.0. Was it hard to ease into lockdown 4.0 or lockdown 537, it feels like, for us Victorians? Yeah, it was a little bit difficult, to be honest. Me and my partner Jai were actually due to go to Tassie that morning for a holiday. So things turned a corner very, very quickly with the announcement of the lockdown and Tassie shutting the borders. So yeah, it was it was a bit difficult. Matt, without prompt here, moves to talk about a silver lining. A tiny little silver lining was that they announced that they changed the age bracket for people to get a Pfizer vaccine. So tiny little silver lining was that I got my first jab that very day. Speaking of silver linings, I asked all of my guests what they did in lockdowns that brought them a little bit of joy. Most definitely going for a walk along Warrandyte River. I'm really lucky. We live out amongst the trees and the beautiful river is within our 10k radius zone. So I take my puppies, Crumpet with a K and Grace Jones down for a walk along the river and it automatically gives me a bit of joy. Okay, so Crumpet with a K and Grace Jones kept Samuel smiling. Was it something similar for Matt? I've certainly found, uh, because we're well-practiced at lockdowns, that routine is something really important. And something that I've found really great in this lockdown is setting a little routine of just getting up, grabbing my 11-year-old Golden Retriever Dexter and myself and my partner Jai going and grabbing a coffee somewhere and going for a walk. Just having that to do at the start of the day definitely makes things a little bit easier. Something that was a lot easier this time around was actually having Jai and having some company. Last year during stage four lockdown, I was actually by myself. So spent about, God, five months by myself, which was quite challenging to be honest. And having company and being able to travel between our houses this time around has just really made such a big difference. So I'm really, really glad that those changes were implemented the last lockdown where you could visit your partner if you didn't live together. That really, really, really has made such a big difference. It seems that daily walks were crucial in keeping some joy in Matt's lockdown life too. What about Simon? Every day I go for a walk and that gives me joy as I walk through my local park and explore houses in my neighbourhoods and I imagine who might be inside them and who lives there and what their life stories might be. And I think about what that means to be part of a community and 
to be part of this locality and what it means to live here and what my responsibilities are as a citizen, a local citizen of, of this area. And I, I think about that as I walk around every day in the morning and, and I try and focus on the positive things, I think, and, and I do try and find reasons to smile when right now maybe there's fewer than there could be because I'm not able to see some of the people that I love and who I want to see. What reasons to smile brought Adam a little bit of joy during lockdown? I got a cat at the start of the pandemic last year that I had long wanted and I can't kick home harder how awesome it is to have like a beautiful little dude to just snuggle and spend endless hours in and all of that sadness that you're not with your mates and your work colleagues you can just funnel into a hug with your cat and they don't know what's going on so they can just sit there and be snugged and it's lovely baking like any basic i've been baking i love baking and also painting i like to paint oil paints paintings and it's like i think painting is really great meditative activity that you can sink like three hours into as long as your phone's on the other side of the room you can just blink and have done like two centimeters worth of painting and three play schools in time down the toilet which is great by the way play schools is the measurement of time that um my mother taught me when i was a kid so i understood the concept of time everything was measured in play schools not only did we find out about adam's painting we also learned a new measurement of time I love it. Lastly, Jai talks about what brought him some smiles in lockdown. My daily walk, if the weather was all right, that was. I think being cooped up inside for hours on end, not able to go anywhere, can make anyone go a bit stir crazy. But whether it's just going out and grabbing a coffee or just breathing in some fresh air and and, and being in some wide open space makes things a bit easier. I guess trying to build some structure into your day as well really sort of helps. I've also been incredibly lucky to have some awesome housemates to live with. They really made lockdown so much easier and I felt stimulated and entertained and I've been able to keep social. I think it's really important to take time for yourself. It's something that I've been trying to do as much as possible. It can sound a bit silly, like you wear isolated already so creating time for yourself seems a bit strange but it's those things that make you feel good like I have been enjoying long showers and putting on some music and and having a bit of a shower party which is super fun just music that makes me smile and makes me happy sort of starts my day in a really positive way and it's something that I'll do when I'm feeling uh, a little bit down and of course it's freezing at the moment so enjoying the hot shower for a few extra minutes is also really great So we've heard about the little things that have brought my guests joy in lockdown. But what about a memorable moment or a fun moment that stuck with them from any of the lockdowns? I know it seems hard to find, and perhaps not everyone has had them. Adam responds first, and with honesty. Not really. (laughs) Oh, no, actually, like, I I host Zoom trivias on a Saturday night, which which is pretty fun. And that is also a great way to sink an entire Saturday is creating a five-round trivia that is really, really super gay. Like, there was a whole round devoted to, like, celebrity felonies and actors that 
Oscar winners that had like shared the same role as other people. So that was kind of interesting. What about a memory from Matt? A really awesome memory that I have from last lockdown, well, not the last one, the one before that, was for my birthday last year, my beautiful friend Tegan Wood is arranged to just go for a walk on my birthday in our hour that we were allowed outside. So she came to my place. She's in my five kilometer radius, obviously, and arranged to just, yeah, go for a walk for an hour. So I had something to do on my birthday. And when I opened the door, she had arranged for all of my best friends all around Australia to be on a Zoom call. So I opened the door to all of my friends, smiley faces from all over Australia, and they sang happy birthday to me in my doorway, which was really, really awesome and a lovely memory that I've got. Does Samuel have a specific moment that was particularly memorable in lockdown? My best memory is we managed to produce a one-hour show called Reckoning to Waiatapai Hedewairua, which means the sounds of woven souls for Melbourne Fringe. And we got it up and I can't tell you how many hurdles there were, but we managed to pre-record it at Hamer Hall and win four Melbourne Fringe Awards, which was pretty freaking awesome and definitely the cherry on top of a very strange year. Here, Simon offers a fun lockdown memory. I do have one friend who I'm able to see because we're within each other's five-kilometre zone and we have discovered a bottle shop that does take away cocktails in coffee cups. So... We do go for a walk together and drink our Negronis while people think that we're drinking a latte. And it does just make me feel human again, to feel connected and reconnected. Earlier, Jai's partner Matt spoke about their cancelled trip to Tasmania. Jai talks about a memory that was created because of those cancelled plans. I was going to meet his family. He's from Tassie originally, and we had a bunch of awesome things to to do and, and things that we booked and planned and that we were really excited for. But um, the silver lining is that my housemates are awesome and created some beautiful Tasmania experiences that we could enjoy from home. One night they told us just to suit up and be ready for a special event without really giving us too much information. We had our beautiful jackets on and they had glasses of champagne ready for us and then we jumped on the ferry which was really our couch but then they streams footage of the ferry that actually takes people over to Mona in Tassie. So we essentially were going on a trip to Mona, but at home. So we did the ferry ride, then we went upstairs and we saw a room full of artworks that they had recreated based on some of their favourite pieces at Mona that they loved and were really excited for us to see. Uh, But they'd also created a bunch of these really fun pieces based on modern life and lockdown as we know it. Like, Like there was a QR code on the door that they'd created that we had to scan before we went in, which is really hilarious. Like who doesn't know how to use a QR code now? Some awesome pieces. There were the five stages of grieving in lockdown. There was the iconic vagina wall. They also recreated that the piece with the guy who sits there and displays sort of the tattoos on his back for everyone to see. Um, apparently, this guy gets paid a salary just to to sit at Mona for people to come and see the tattoos on his back. And that one of my housemates drew on the other one. And it was awesome to see. Like the similarities were uncanny. It was so well done. It created a lot of 
fun, created something to do and something that gave us a bit of joy. Everyone loved it. It gave us lots of content for socials, which is crazy considering we're at home creating awesome social content. People loved it. It brought them joy as well. Um, and, and it was so great that it, we even got picked up by the paper. The newspaper came to our house and took photos and were on the paper on the weekends. We had an interview with a Hobart radio station about how we brought Mona to us. Mona have been in touch and loved it. They're sending us a gift in the mail. We haven't seen it yet, but we're, we're super thrilled to see what it'll be. And they've asked us to reach out when we eventually do get down there so that we can be treated to a lovely experience when we eventually do get down there. So yeah, it's been, it's been a really nice, positive thing to do during lockdown. Okay, so lockdown is really hard on everyone. And it's a crazy time. But it's clear from my chats with Simon, Matt, Adam, Jai and Samuel that through it all, the desire for human connection remains. And they've strived to continue to get that in many different ways. Before I let them get back to painting, walking and shower partying, I asked if they had any final thoughts on lockdown. Samuel's thoughts now. My thoughts are this. If lockdown has taught me anything, it's to slow down and give up the need to control everything, to really make sure looking after myself and my mental health is the number one priority. Also, just how lucky we are to live in a country that can handle something like lockdown as well as we have. Adam shares some similar sentiments. I think the thing about like being back in lockdown again is just notice when you're like acting crazy, not acting crazy, but like acting out or acting anxious or you're down or up or know that like that'll come thick and fast and sort of will be all over the shop. And that's okay. It's very okay to feel out of control, sad, and just be kind to yourself. Like, would you tell your, your mates to like, it's just stop being anxious, stupid. It's just lockdown. No, if like your mates were anxious, you'd be like, hey, it's okay. You know, talk me through it. How are you feeling? I'm sorry, that sucks. You'd listen to them. So do that to yourself. Like, listen to yourself and sort of go, wow, I'm feeling, feeling anxious today. Like, and that's okay. But that sucks, but it's okay. And do some self-care. Matt adds some retrospect. I guess when I think back to this whole journey about lockdowns and how you cope, I guess you do a lot of thinking. I think you learn a few things about yourself and your resilience and how to cope and just how to learn how to put strategies in place for yourself so that you keep your mental health as strong as possible in these really tough times. Simon adds some really lovely thoughts on what lockdown has brought, not only taken. That I think for me is how I'm feeling about lockdown. Of course, I'm feeling emotional and disconnected and lonely, but I also feel the opposite of those things. I feel connected and I feel, I feel needed because when I'm texting someone or going for a walk with them or zooming with them, I know that they're struggling too. And so having an opportunity to connect with my friends and my family in whatever means that is right now is also giving me a greater sense of purpose. And I guess I focus on the things that matter and therefore a greater sense of what it means to be human. I'd like to extend a huge thank you to all of my guests this week, chatting How Do You Do That? Lockdown Edition. 
Thank you to Samuel Gaskin, Simon Abrahams, Matt Haywood, Jai Higgs, and Adam Valentine, who reflected on our time in lockdown here in Victoria, and how even when we're apart, we find a sense of togetherness. Plus, how a good walk and a wonderful pet can put a smile on your face, even when it seems hard to do. Thanks for listening to another episode of How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter. If you think you or someone you know would make a great guest on the show, get in touch. Email howdoyoudothat at joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.